<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Sunday night, we started Ryan, cause our hopes were slight, he started throwing picks, and then we got depressed, and then we Elvis the TV, and that's about the time that we benched Finley, nobody likes you when you're 0-3. Why, man? Because, like, Finley, he just, like, he's inconsistent, he's gotten the job done, you know, just like, I'm just talking myself right now. But anyway, welcome back to Fuck You, you. We, we Like, like the, the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Shearer. Sitting across from me, as always, is... Lloyd Johnson. My dog. And sitting to my left, first-time guest is... Ricky Malvey. Ricky. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, man. How you doing? Feels, I was such a warm welcome to be here. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I, you said you're, I was going to be on the show earlier, and yeah. then you're like, and then, and then it was going to be like down the road, and then you're like, fuck it, we're bringing him up. Yeah. And then I'll probably get kicked off, much like a uh, certain freshman quarterback. Oh yeah, well, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But like, how can we kick you off mid podcast? We just record this and then put this on the internet. That would, well, that would I mean, make if sense. If he bombs his first three jokes, can we like replace them with? Yeah, you guys could. You guys could like write in jokes and have it like. What was that like? Where you have like Google Translate and then like the Google Translator voice like says it. So you could just replace my bad jokes with just like. Jamal Adams, yeah. Twitter, and then punchline, and then last. Uh, so just like, hey, Tanner, edit that out. And then yep. edit in a good joke. I didn't get so uh, there's an old Mike Cronin joke where he goes, um, I don't know um, what it is, but if you press the right brick, the the stage flips around and a funnier black comic shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, one night he's like, I told that joke, and then one night, and then Dave Chappelle walked in, so... <laughs> No, I love, oh, that's, I love that's Mike Cronin. That's just going to be crippling if you're on stage and Dave Chappelle walks in the room. Like, oh, yeah. There's nothing I can do. Nothing you can do to follow Someone that. Someone just kill me. It's, <laughs> it's the only way to get out of this. And you're also performing in front of a comedy icon right now. Yeah. Like, well, there was a... Uh, so I, I did comedy back in the day in Columbus. And yeah. um, there was a guy... There was a time Eric Andre had a show. And I then he sh- Andre. showed up in an open mic. Everyone loves Eric Andre. And the problem with that is he shows up at this open mic. Everyone's doing five minutes. And he does 30 because he's Eric Andre. No one's going to tell him to get off the stage. Was he wearing clothes? I think so. Okay. And then he... Um, and then this guy... One of, my, one of my buddies up there was just like, I had to go on after. And just do like my five minutes of being like, so here's some ideas I've, I've been kicking around lately. Yeah. After Eric fucking Andre goes on stage and just wipes the floor. At that point, you can't do any like real material. No. Like, here's some shit I'm going to try out because yeah. I'm eating How do you do? anywhere this goes. How do you do? How did Eric Andre? Yeah. Oh, he's phenomenal. Well, he's like the type of guy where he doesn't need written material. He can just like go in a room and electrify, right? Oh, of course. 
um, which is like incredibly rare because 99% of stand-up comedians who try to do that end up being the worst because yeah. you're like, please just write a thing. Now. Yeah. Please. No, I'm going to try and be an innovator. I'm going to try and riff even though I've only done three open mics. I'm going to be an edgy. I'm going to be edgy. I went in, When I started doing stand-up, I was, like, I was 18 years old and I'm like, I got this edgy. I'm going to be the edgy, I was angry the same Jewish way. kids. I was the same way. And so like... that's new. Yeah, but now I'm at the point where if I see someone in an open mic and I'm like, oh, they're trying to be an edge lord, like I can't get, like I can't get mad. <clears throat> no, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I get that. Like, because we were like, once that. We've been all been new comics before. I've been I mad. Know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but now that you said, it, I'm like, thank you, Lloyd. I mean, you write jokes every week. I'm you do a dumb. podcast. I make fun of people. That's that's comedy. <laughs> it's just in a different form. You My just... brother's written jokes for when he's never stepped on stage. That's. I, have you had the conversations with people who are like, I am a, I'm not a stand-up comedian, but I want to just give you all my takes about comedy, and I like you have to like sit there. Like a buddy of mine was like, I actually didn't <laughs> think. Lloyd's just like, yep. No, but like, I, I mean, but at least a you comedy write, fan. But you're a comedy fan. You from like you openly admit it, and you also like you write jokes, so you have an appreciation of like having to sit down and like put a pen on a piece of paper and think, okay, how can I make like nothing here into something funny? But not like, only, man, I'm only not a comic because I know that one open mic went well, I would just burn everything else in my life to the fucking ground. Yeah. I, I, I heard you say that and I think you I think you might be overrepresenting how well an open mic can go. Especially your first four months in. Yeah. But also Lloyd, you've been a friend of the scene for forever, right? Yeah, I think the first time I went to Governor's was probably ninety-eight. Really? Wow. So how'd you like actually like infiltrate yourself into the scene? Uh, just being around a lot. Uh, when Rand lived here, that helped a lot, just because I was always around everybody. That was, yeah, people coming through. Yeah, that's why I'm. I've, I've known everybody forever, so. Sorry, I cut you off. That was rude. No, I, I, that's why I'm afraid of starting like jujitsu though in martial arts, is I'm just gonna get too good at it, <laughs> and I'm just gonna become too involved, and it's then not, I'm gonna. For me, it's not a matter of too good. Like, yeah, I use okay. jujitsu as the example. Uh, I went okay. From one class to six hours a day. Okay. In four months. It's fair. Yeah. Like I tend to go like real hard into whatever, whatever like piques my interest or really grabs. Like I, I go way too hard, and I feel like I love comedy so much that if I had like even just a, a bit of that in my head, like oh this could be this could thing. go well. Yeah. Then I right, fuck my job. Who needs my, who needs health insurance? I remember. It, go ahead. No, I mean it is easy to like hook yourself on either like the high of a good set or like just the bad feeling of a bad set too. Yeah. Like like I've definitely done that where I'm like the next like the next day where I'm like oh I'm not that funny and it's because like three people were sitting in an open mic and looking at their phones. Yeah. I'm just like I guess that's my worth as a human. I feel like what happens though is sometimes you have like four or five bad mics in a row and it just dejects you and you're just like holy shit. Like, why do I do this? Why am I spending time on that? Like why am I giving like four hours of my night to just like tell it like an empty room so I can feel bad about myself? I spent so much time. Like there have been times where I've spent a week on just like writing a joke and tightening it and doing the best I can. Yeah. I tell it at one mic, it bombs and I never it's even worthless. think of that again. Because I just wasted a week of like trying the best I can to make this joke work. Yeah. And let me be clear, it's not like I'd have to do like super well and it go like if I was happy with what I did. Yeah. Just once. I because like, jujitsu I didn't start good. Yeah, you can't. I went in there and got choked out seven times in a row by a guy named Cliff who was 145 pounds. <laughs> so it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. No, in jiu-jitsu, it's if you know what the fuck you're doing. It's, yeah. It just comes down to 
I don't care who you are. If you're good, you're you're good, good at jujitsu. Someone, beat someone who's not as good. Could I beat BJ Penn? Uh, could you beat BJ Penn? Yeah, like if I just started um, right now. Did you see him get knocked out? How many times? What the past? No, like at a fights? bar. Oh yeah, that, he got knocked out at a bar. Oh, dude, that was so gnarly. What's going? On? Like what? What's going on with like? And I'm sorry, this is a Bengals podcast. What's going on with the UFC? And they're like, we're going to send all our old guys to Bellator, except for like BJ Penn. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Like, why would, why would you let him step into, like your, high, like, your highest level of mixed martial arts and just continuing to, like, fucking lose? I, I really don't understand. I, I, I get that at a point, but, like, after you go, like, 0-8... Or oh, and, like this is getting to the Bengals, oh, but six. oh and six, but okay. Um, anyway, yeah. that's 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 enough for my my MMA corner. Oh, you're good. Yeah, I used to be an MMA fan. Remember the like the peak of it? I think I might have alluded to this before. Was the night that Anderson Silva broke his leg? Oh, dude. So um, I worked at a. I used to work at a, a restaurant in Marymount at the time. It, it's uh, it was called Hahana Beach, but now it's like a. Op- Offsite brewing place for Fifty West. You mean another beach restaurant didn't work yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. No, they had like they had like sand volleyball courts. It was it was a lot of fun. it was a lot of fun. I still get yeah, like it was like it's the only one of those I've ever seen. It was like six years ago, but I still keep in touch with like <clears throat> the people that I worked with. It was really no, I'm great. Not doubting that some of the people you worked with they were great. Like, well, I'm just saying it was an unoriginal and you know, yeah poorly constructed business. Model. It was fine, um, but that night it was the last night I ever worked there because it was packed out. It was like it was like a UFC fight, and it was like pay per view, and the bar we were just all, even the co- like all the workers are watching, and the, everyone that saw Anderson Silva just get his leg snapped in half, and when he kicked that guy's Weidman. Uh, so everyone, I joke that everyone had like a two girls one cup reaction to that. It was uh, so the my little story for that. A buddy of mine was in New York for his job for a couple of weeks, and he was training at. Sarah Longo MMA and he was it was right as Chris Wyman was starting his training camp for that and he's like dude that dude sucks so bad he's the worst dude ever I really like, was he just a bad person yeah he's just like he was just a dick to everyone who what? wasn't like if, he, if it wasn't like a pro level fighter like and you try to even talk to Weidman or any of the guys around him he would be like hey but fuck off this is yeah so like my buddy had like a really shitty experience with Weidman I'm not gonna like judge anybody because you're starting a training camp to fight Anderson Silva I have no idea what kind of pressure that is yeah that's that's gotta be a little like I'm not gonna judge him off it but yeah just coming off like everything negative like I was hearing about him and then like I loved Anderson Silva still do and when he broke his feet arms on (laughs) Weidman 
That's a Tommy Toll. I remember I was a I was a big Ronda Rousey fan at the time. Rousey. She was like my she was like my celebrity correct Ronda Rousey. She I said my, I know I said Rowdy. If you Rowdy, if you were a fan Rowdy you would Rowdy. know. Oh, she's a, she's in a, a WWE now. WWE. No, that that was, that was her fight nickname, dude. I'm keeping up. Really? Yeah. Hey, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. But then she was like my she was my celebrity crush at the time, so I was cheering. Uh, I think it was just fighting like Maisha Tate that night. Maisha, Maisha, definitely Maisha. I thought it was Maisha. No, it's, it's Misha. Misha Tate. It's Misha Tate. Yeah. I always thought it was Maisha. That was that was someone who literally went from like hundred miles an hour to absolutely zero. After she just got knocked the fuck out by no, Holly she, Holm. Was, uh, and she did, no, Rhonda did that uh, where she uh, pulled her arm and arm, was like armbar. The armbar. That's right. And Maisha like tapped out immediately. Misha yeah. tapped out immediately. Yeah. Man, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, she was doing great. And then when her and Brian Carraway got really serious, she just absorbed some of his mediocrity and <laughs> fell off the fucking. Well, there's also the thing, too, where it's like, I feel like, and I'm, I'm not a fighter at all, but um, like, there's, there's a thing of like the element of like UFC superstardom where once you like, once you start to get that modicum of outside fame and you're starting to like get that distraction, I don't like, you can't stay elite. Where you saw the same <clears throat> thing kind of happen with, it seems like Tyron Woodley. You've seen the same thing happen with like when Conor McGregor went right before he fought Khabib, he was like slap like slapping the ad for proper number seven whiskey right before his fight proper against 12. or proper twelve, <laughs> excuse me. He's like slapping the ad for it, and like you have that, and then Holly Holmes starting to get on Ellen and all of these like big celebrity outside things, and then it's no like if you can't focus on that, it just seems like you app like you just get knocked out and you're done. Well, but there's, there's guys who maintain that just as well, like Chuck Liddell even through. Like the first part of his fame, you know, he's on Entourage, whatever. He was still fighting, just, and he always told people, "You're a fighter first. Yeah. Remember what got you to the dance? Yeah. Whatever and got you to where you are. There's people who forget that, but you look at, you know, other champions like Anderson Silva. If you saw like the receptions he got in Rio, he was more famous than anyone. Yeah, but is he doing a lot of outside business? Yeah. Besides, he, he started like. A handful of different things, but he really? stayed fighter first. And he like he always was like, he told the Nogueira brothers, which he trained with for a long time, if if I start missing training or if I start doing other stuff too much, tell me. And hmm. uh, apparently there was a conversation where they're like, hey, dude. And that's when they started Black House in California. Um, and Anderson started training at Black House Gym in California, and they moved guys up there and all that just to keep it where he could still do all the stuff he wanted to do, but train regularly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Right. America, looking at America with all these UFC fighters. Anyway. So uh, anyway, well, so we're 12 minutes into the podcast, but like, so tell us about yourself, Rick. What do you do? What do you? Uh, you're Where a comic as well. You comic, can... yeah. So I mean, comic. I host the. I host an open mic in Cincinnati. I host Higher Literally Gravity. Right. Like, there you go. Pretty much below where we. Below are right where now. we are right now. I grew up in Cincinnati. Went to Ohio State. Work now as a. Uh, actually, I work as a radio producer and marketing and that What's, sort of thing. Is there like a station or? Yeah, I work. I work for. Uh, I work for like a financial company, and okay. then that does a show on a local station. Which station? If you you can plug it. Candy plug Candy well, here's No, well, here's... It's, like, here's the thing with, like... I, I, the weird thing about, like, where... I don't know if other people feel like this, but it's, like, once you start connecting, like, your individual personality to where you work outside of where you work, then, like, how much of that place... Like, how much do you give of yourself to that place? And how much of, like, your personal, like, what you say does it reflect your employer, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or am I, am I thinking about that too hard? Uh, I think you're thinking about it too much because yeah. you're sitting under a giant rhino that <laughs> They used to be the sign for the zoo restaurant. There you go. Wait, and, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
probably shouldn't have said that, so because yeah, I kind of just took that when they took it down. <laughs> See, this ass. is my point, though. But no, I, no one's gonna care. I'm just being yeah, silly, like trying to. That's I got fine. you. I got you. I'm uh, I'm being know, a my, dick. My house is covered in. There's, there's a dead. Is that a dead bobcat? He's not dead. You leave Bob alone. Okay. Bob's my best friend. He's a live bobcat. I mean, he's not live, but he's just he's sleeping. Dead. He's, just, he's just Bob. He's just being Bob. He's just being Bob. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I can't detach myself from the zoo, at yeah. all, like whether I like it or not, because everyone knows that I work there and go. It's the first thing out of their mouth. That's like, uh, like Ricky and I, because like, dude, like a lot of people that I, like went to high school with, went to college with, like they know that I do stand up. Do they know like your high school friends know you do stand up now? Yeah. Like they're gonna be like when they're like when the reunion comes, they're like, oh my god, how's stand up going? Exactly. I gotta come to a show, and then I'm not gonna come to a show, even though I say I want to, but I'm not going to. Not actually going to. I've had three people from my high school to because I think stand up is the easiest. Stand up probably out of like pretty much any art form is the easiest to just like do once. And I've had I think I've had yeah. three people from my high school say like, how do I get started doing stand up? Like had, I want to I want to do it. And I've like I met this guy at least like. Like I think it was three times over the past couple of years, and I, like I would run into him at like a party or something, and he's like, "Oh, how do I just I I keep like writing jokes, and I really want to do stand up." And I'm like, "Dude, there there are lists of open. You just like just go and just I'm go like, and I, do it." So like I would say I meet fewer people who actually want to see me perform than like people who've just like tortured themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like saying I'm gonna like go tell jokes on a stage, but it means the world. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, cause I met one, one dude. He was uh, he went to my high school. Like, he kept hitting me up. I was like, "Yeah, Alex, I'm gonna do stand up." Like, yeah. I led him to uh, the hub. He he did a mic at the hub. He bought he brought a bunch of his uh, people that that we, we went to high school with. Like they were like they're on a band together, and I actually didn't do that well that night. But his friends like, oh, Schubert, you killed it. And I'm like, I, I think that's that? a huge mistake. What do you mean to bring friend? Like I I know you're not gonna do stand up, Lloyd. I know you're not gonna do stand up. But if you were to do stand up, would you do it the first few times like without any like maybe one or two people with you, but like without telling. People about no, it. I go like Lexington. <laughs> I've yeah. got friends in the comedy. Because you right know, because you know, like how, like because you have a decent idea of how stand-up works. You know, yeah. You're going to shows. Yeah, like I have too many friends around here that I would be like, God damn, like, you know, if I'm if I'm doing an open mic and John Holmes is there and I don't hear that crazy laugh, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I just, oh, I'm gonna go home and cut my wrist and. Nice. That's how infiltrated you are on the scene. You know comedians' laughs. Right. Like if, if Billy bad. and John Holmes were both there and no one laughed, I would I would literally go. I, I, I mean, you're killing myself. Like, I've said this before. No... Like every time, like let's say, let's say I'm at Fireside in Wanna Hills, and they're the only two people that laugh. I say, "Well, how'd that joke do?" Huh? I got a Billy Holmes. What the fuck happened last week? Uh, they lost again. <laughs> Five more games until perfection. Uh, they lost 16 to 10. It was Ryan Finley's final game as the starter for the time being. Uh, he had, believe it or not, his best game of his career. It was 12 to 26, a buck 92, and a touchdown. Which the touchdown throw looked like shit. It was like, a 50-50 ball. No, it was a. The lobby had to Tyler Boyd. I know, I, I know. It was like a fifty. Like it, it could have is just yeah. as easily been intercepted yeah. as he caught the ball. This, I mean, 50. I'm a big 50, 50. 50. fifty. The throw he, he had. Doesn't he doesn't have math. Okay, gotcha. He's not that kind of. Uh, I gotcha. He's a different kind. I, I, I kind of know math. That's fine. Seven times eight. Seven times eight. Fifty-six. Okay. All right. We're doing jokes. Oh, okay. How do jokes work? 
Uh, I, for me, I just say mean shit to, about other people. Yeah, jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it out. But yeah, he uh, he got bailed out a few times. Like the, the Tyler Boyd one hand and catch was. He was just bailing Ryan Finley out. The funny thing about Finley, in, like. I feel like a lot of when, like I'm thinking about like Brock Osweiler as a rookie quarterback, where it's just that constant overthrow, where you're almost overexcited, and whereas yeah. with Finley, it was just these like soft, fluttering passes that just had like he just didn't look strong. Yeah, he didn't look physically like pre- strong as an NFL like mm, player. He looked Nothing? like he was comfortable with the idea, like oh, this one might be intercepted too, but I've already done that plenty, so. Yeah, he. I think he, like this, like 182 yards was his biggest stat line of the season. I mean, he has also had three chances. Yes. With no offensive line. Well, granted, uh, last no. week they played. He had the, Cordy Glenn this time. He did have Cordy Glenn this time, which really, which helped a little bit. But there's like he just looked, and I knew this going in. Like you can't. I mean, granted, you put him in to evaluate him, sure. But you, if you're gonna put him in in this situation, you're gonna break him. Well, right. and here's a question. Sorry, no. I think you I think the the team's not willing to just go. Our O line sucks. Like O line's like teeth. If all of them are strong, you can take the good picture. If you're missing a couple, yeah. even if the other ones are holding strong, it still looks pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's what, uh, <sighs> uh, when the Bengals drafted Jonah Williams, I'm like, all right, cool. We got to tackle, but what about the rest of them? Right. We lost six. Give us, we got one back. Uh, Clint Bowling retired. So we lost a guard. Well, I'm just saying over the past couple seasons, we've lost. Yeah. Whitworth, Seitler. We've just lost. Well, they didn't want to pay Whitworth. That yeah. was the issue. He wanted to stay. Well, but he's I mean, I can't blame him. Yeah, but still, he's doing well with the Rams. Right, but they got him on contracts that were similar to what the Bengals offered. He just got to go to yeah. LA and do and it. And now the Rams are like, that. Granted, they just got murdered by the Ravens. <clears throat> yeah, they did. They got, they they got the Lamar Jackson treatment. <laughs> It was not too similar to the score with the, that the Bengals had against the Ravens. It was forty-five to six. This week the Rams played it when the Rams played the Ravens, and it was forty-nine to ten when the Bengals played them. So I, I feel like Lamar Jackson is what everyone wanted Cam Newton to be. I think he's what Cam Newton was. Yeah, work yeah. For a season or three until people get used to the people know it's yeah. The NFL. I, I do want to say I think from now on we should say every time he wins that he mushroom stamp the other team. Because I can't get over how much his head looks like a Yeah. But the NFL is still getting acclimated to the idea of a dual-threat quarterback. Yeah. And, and Lamar Jackson's the best at it right now. And I think most teams are looking for it, but just barely. Like, I think That's Finley, why... Like how mobile Fenley was. The Bengals were like, yeah, we got someone who can do that. Too. Well, kind of. Yeah, well, you can't put all your eggs in, in the, the basket of a fourth-round pick. Right, We also have to... Build an offense to play that way. Yeah. Somewhat. And they had, um, like, when everyone's healthy, you've got Joe Mixon in the backfield, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, Alex Erickson, Auden Tate, Tyler Eifert, and then a, when they're all healthy, a decent O-line. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I, I almost I, I kind of hate that take, though, because if you're week 11 of a football season, there's going to be no team that's all healthy. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, you're not going to have, like, that's, you're not going to have that dream world. Where you have, like, A.J. Green, Dalton play. Like, I mean, the same thing had happened back in, like, the Carson Palmer era where there would always be, like, Hushman's auto was out, Chad Johnson would be out, you'd have um, Palmer out at one point, and it just felt like there would be, like, off, only the pieces would be there. Chris Henry would get arrested. arrested. Yeah, or we said, like, the, um, anyway, that's that's the end of my take. That's the end of my take on that. You're okay. Yeah. 
I respect all takes. I don't. Anyway. Oh. We're good. That. Okay. Tyler Boyd. Is no, that Tyler? Is no, that where he wanted to go. No, he stepped. No, he really oh, uh, stepped up because he said he wanted more touches. Because last week he only had like a ten-yard reception, but then he got more touches. They were it was only five receptions, but they were like long, productive receptions. Big time. Like when he bailed out Ryan Finley on a beautiful one-handed catch. Yeah. And then got the touchdown, so he stepped up in a big way. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, but. We'll, t- we'll take anything that Tyler Boyd can get. I must feel bad for that guy, too, because, I mean, Tyler Boyd pretty much single-handedly carried, like, literally carried that offense. Yeah. And yet, like... And literally if, single-handedly. And literally single-handedly. And, and if you're him, there's no way, like, at 4.30 on Sunday, you're thinking about that catch. You're no. only thinking about getting the ball punched out in, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if you're... If, if they keep having him carry this team, he's going to have Todd Gurley and he's, like... Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to be... I mean, he can't keep taking the hits he's taking and doing what he's doing and stay what he is. I just I don't think you can build an NFL team around one receiver too. I mean, like I don't think you can make that the centerpiece of of an offense. I think the Atlanta Falcons would beg to disagree with you. Uh, they, they I like Matt Ryan's been decent, but he's like getting up there in age. Well, I just know there, there's one year where there's got to be another team where like they're building around a receiver. We'll think of it. We'll think of it? Okay. I mean, the Lions did it. The Falcons the, did it. Yeah, the Lions definitely did it with Calvin Johnson. Uh, the Titans tried to do it. With? Um, God damn it. That's fine. I, I had the name in my head, and I was about to say it. Well, I will. I think the best example is the Lions, because they first they drafted <laughs> Calvin Johnson, and then they, they built a team around him. Then two years later, they, they went 0-16. Like the Bengals could, who knows? And uh, then the next year they drafted Matt. I don't Stafford. think we will. I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think we're going to win sixteen. I hope we do at this point. Lloyd and I have a plan that we'll talk about after yeah. all, all this is said and done. If the Bengals go in sixteen, um, we brought it up and we're in complete agreement on it. Absolutely. Yep. Agreement. Yep. Agreement is a word. Is it? It is. Okay. I mean, uh-huh. Could have said agreement there, and it would have made. But we're in agreement well. on this. We're in agreement. Yeah, but the last thing I'll say, uh, the defense did step up. Granted, it is easier to have a defense step up when Roethlisberger, James Conner, and Juju Smith-Schuster are all not playing. That's or a just lot. the Steelers, because, I mean, just from, like, deep down, fuck them. Yeah. And also, it's, it's low-key a fuck them because we hate them because we ain't them. Because no. they've been beating us for years. Like, how many games in a row have, they, have the Steelers this won? Since 2015. Yeah. The last game. time the Bengals won against the Steelers was 2015. But was like in for, Pittsburgh. I but, yo, for me, like, I was, like, when I remember, I don't have a lot of, like, football memories as a kid. I was, I saw the red on, like, Carson Palmer's face when he got taken out in that, like, oh, wild card game. Like, and for that me, that's what it, like. hired fucking. Kimo Van Olhoffen. Yeah. Van Olhoffen, like. I'll never forget that name. They brought him in. On what I think a one-year contract at the time. He was drafted by the Bengals. Right, but I'm saying the Steelers brought him in on what I think a one-year contract at the time. Mm-hmm. And then he slipped up and said he never paid the fine. That like this is years later, oh, he said know. he never paid the fine. Which means someone in the Steelers' office was just like, "Fuck it, yeah, you heard him, we'll pay it." Oh fuck! Ugh. Oh, it's probably Greg Williams put out a bounty on Carson Palmer. Yeah, poor John. Yeah, like no one made a big deal out of that. The same way like Pittsburgh has started their own referee training program in Pittsburgh, <laughs> like they did. 
Green Bay did that years ago. Now Pittsburgh has huh. one too. And all of a sudden you have referees that are trained on this field around these people. And Smart. We should start felt, doing that. Like, that's why, I, like, when Fargo Sports or not Fargo, uh, one of the one of the ones that goes back and like looks through all the tape every year. There's almost every year the Steelers have the most amount of uncalled penalties of any team in the league. It's almost every time the Steelers. No, oh, I don't doubt that. The at all. second highest team is Green Bay. Oh, I don't doubt that it's at all. It's where they have the places to train the refs. <laughs> it's kind of like a. Or the refs can, train the players. Like, can we just have the refs train in Montgomery, Alabama? <laughs> yeah, you would think you would want like a third party side or send them to London. Yeah. You, there's so many places. Yeah. Really? Do you want to you want to pay all that money to like send them overseas? I don't think the NFL is short on cash. Or here, just no, they're not. send them to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> like who cares? What Colin Kaepernick like. tried out in a in a high school. Send him to a high school. What's the deal with that? So Kaepernick like. The NFL was like, we're going to set up a workout for you. And then he's it was like, I'll like, do um, my own workout. It was like on two days notice. No, no, no. That wasn't even the problem. Like the, the contract they sent to him basically said he couldn't ever sue them for anything. And he was uh, like, uh, let's take that part out. And he rewrote the contract without all that extra. It was probably an arbitration clause, right? No, it was. Uh, they basically said, like, you can't sue us for past injuries, past uh, loss of pay, past Oof. anything. Okay. And his, him and his lawyers were all like, what the f-? Like, no, I'm not going to sign this. So they re-revised it and sent it back like, hey, you guys are not liable for any da- like any physical damage that happens or whatever. I, no, you guys are only liable for any physical damage that happens during this tryout, during this workout. That's it. Okay. But let's get rid of all that other shit. And the NFL was like, nah. And he was like, all right, fuck it. I'll do it on my own then. Yeah. Try, yeah. I don't know. I loved when the rumor when the rumor mill got started of like maybe he's coming to Cincinnati and then everyone in the Bengals organization was like I don't know if that's actually going to happen but like if you're a Bengals beat writer right now or you're on top that's radio like you clicks. just need yeah you just need a story yeah because it's I, I that, that's the people who I think I feel the ba- like the worst for is those in like the local media where it's like you got to come out with a new story like three that. times a week about the top it the Bengals social media team uh, yeah, ride away like every every Instagram post. Yeah, it's like post, they're it's encouraging, like, but every fan is like, "Fuck this team, Mike Brown, go die in a ditch." Go die. I like the thing too, where it's like they've now started how, how it's like it's so different if you actually come to the game. Think about how much fun you'll have if you hang out at a Bengals game. We're gonna waive all the fees if you just show if you so just show up. Bengals game. They just say the NFL experience. The N- yeah. I got a yeah. We get to see an actual the, NFL you, team. On a road jersey. People are like, nah. But they're like, hey, there's another NFL team there. I saw, I got uh, I got an email from uh, Game Time, which is where I get tickets sometimes. And they're like, prices for the Steelers games are dropping. The one Shock. I love, I love, I, I'll look at the Cincinnati Bengals subreddit, which is awful most of the time. Yeah. But someone had posted, like, hey, I'm, I'm a big fan coming up from Indianapolis. I think this was the 40, like, even the 49ers game. And he's like, you know, how much can I expect to pay? Like, how much should I expect to pay for tickets outside of the stadium? And there were more people in the forum that's like, hey, I'm a season ticket holder. If you want my tickets, just uh, private message me. There were more people actually just trying to give tickets away than, like, actually sell them. Because, like, the thing the secondary market doesn't actually 
actually measure is just how many people have like said, fuck it, I have season tickets and I can't find a place to give them away, but I don't actually want to go make like a seat geek or a StubHub account and deal with like the actual transfer. Yeah. I'd be curious about that number. Yeah. Well, apparently people who've done that have lost their, uh, spot for the season tickets. Oh, they the lose their years. like seating license? <clears throat> if they see that you've done it multiple times. Okay. Uh, a buddy of mine, I guess his uncle or his, I can't remember, uncle cut, whatever, his Someone related to him lost their season pass spot and had to re-sign up for the queue because they had sold almost all of their tickets on one of the things, and they literally cited it in the email. Like, you sold, you know, six out of your eight home game tickets. Yeah. So I can see that being also, like... Or if you move to Craigslist, like, you have to move to Craigslist? I don't know you do. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Does it? Doesn't matter? Yeah. Fake. But well, no, they would see the seating location. Yeah. Well, that was a joke. I, I'm well, catching up with you. So, uh, okay. We'll get to the Jets in a second. But speaking of losing money, uh, are you a betting man, Ricky? I bet money occasionally. You a betting man, Lloyd? I bet money occasionally. Uh, not often, but yeah. Yeah. So I'd say uh, as a true football fan, you already know just as sure as, sure as, as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. That's a we're gonna get started with that. Uh, my bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're gonna bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet to uh, bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your, lo- pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to game? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right, if you put, if you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit so you can use on that you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double the cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, We got a couple more. So, Ricky, awkward question. You ever uh, nick your balls while you shave them? I don't shave my balls, but maybe I should. You know, I think, I think we're gonna. Um, I think I got a, something for you that. You, okay. If you want, if you ever want to get into that, I'm all ears. Of course, and and some sack too. <laughs> He's all ears and a little bit of sack. Um, so I will say, support for armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Um, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick, won't nick, nick. Oh boy, bleep that! Won't nick or snag your ass. Oh boy, I am, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was an accident. It made me smooth as a dolphin. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that is uh, autocorrect in real life. Uh, man, man, oh boy. Uh, don't fire me, Andrew. You're good. <laughs> uh, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the safe trimmer on your face. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. 
Uh, Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? So get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off uh, with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. And uh, we got one more. Speaking of your balls, uh, I'm going to make sure I say uh, we uh, get your shaft hard this week as opposed to your balls. Your balls aren't getting hard. Yeah, I was not very good with that. Uh, So guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about some good sex. Oh, I could I could have said that in a less creepy voice, but that's fine. Uh, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Yeah. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is fast, is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Um, most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. And it's prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made, uh, they're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for, deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just, play, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring our product. Well, we get some free samples. Yeah. Yeah, we need some free samples. Some chewy dick pills. Yeah. Oh, boy. That'd, so, be, that's my, that'd be a good rap nickname. Chewy dick pill. Chewy dick pills? Local, little, little chewy dick little pill chewy over dick here. Pill. I like it. Uh, little chewy dick pills. Uh, so. You're Jewish, you know somebody in the music industry, right? What? So you're Jewish, you know somebody in the music industry, right? I'm sure I know some people, yeah. yeah. Oh, get get that going. Yeah, yes. Be. I I do control all media. Call Usher. I'm sure he'll be in. <laughs> yeah, there. That was. Yeah, I just. You would you would think. I, I wish just being Jewish, it was easier to just like control. Co- controlling the media is really hard. Yeah, it's it like, is. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's time. Uh, it's really seems really time consuming. Here I am, just like putting in work to like get this podcast under my wing and. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 tough out here. Let's roast the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, we usually start with the mascot. They don't have a mascot. So we're just going to go huh. right to the owners. Or apparently a draft department because it's hard to roast this team. They're made up of Wash everyone up. we've roast up, roasted from other teams. Yeah, it's like everyone we've roasted five years ago. Yeah, it's like yeah. Island of Washed Up Toys. Like just you know, It's all players that have been released from other teams. Yeah. We'll get to those players. Uh, we're going to start with the owner, Penis Penis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I say that because his name is Woody Johnson. Holy shit. That's why I said Penis Penis. Um, Woody Johnson looks like a U.S. senator who runs on a platform of putting his foot in your ass. <laughs> For a guy whose name is Dick Dick, 
He certainly looks a lot more like a ball sack. <laughs> His great grandfather started Johnson and Johnson, so I mean, it's just a four four times dick right there. Yeah. Johnson, 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 and Johnson, Johnson Woody, Woody Johnson. Johnson. Damn, I'm just glad that he earned what he has. Yeah, I mean, it's that's important for you to get an NFL team. And ambassador, he's the ambassador to England. They loved it so yeah, much Trump that they're made breaking the up. Ambassador to England. So yeah, now is. What Christopher Johnson or whatever is technically, I guess, filling in. If you if you look at his Wikipedia, it just goes politics. United States ambassador chlorinated chicken incident, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is phenomenal. It's because when he was in, uh, he, when he was in. Um, England, he was like, "All right, guys, we got a big problem, and it's that you, your food standards are way too high. We need to pump some chlorine into this chicken and get it going over here." And then the UK media picked up on it and was like, "Hey, I don't know where this is coming from, but you need to fucking stop." He looks like a guy who would be mad that the dark meat wasn't white enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will say, uh, Woody Johnson was the vice chairman of the Trump Victory Committee, mm. which say what you will. It is nice to see someone on the Jets being associated with victory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, Woody Johnson became the owner in 2000, which means, he, this is a reach, uh, which means he oversaw the year that Brett Favre was a Jet, a.k.a. the year he sent a picture of his Woody Johnson to a sideline reporter. Yeah. Remember when he did that? He's my favorite Sith. He's your favorite Sith? Woody Johnson. No, if if you look at him, he looks like he looks like the type of guy where he would just be like, I prefer the red lightsabers. <laughs> he definitely does. He looks like one of those guys like he, you wouldn't be surprised by anything he told you. Like no. he could be like, Oh, I'm a four star chef, and you'd be like, Alright, I can buy it. Or I make lampshades out of human skin. He'd be like, Oh yeah, I kinda see that too. Any way you do it, like if you He's an evil version of whatever, but you would believe whatever he told you. He watched Get Out and was like, I don't get why the family was yeah, doing like, anything like, wrong. That seemed, like a, that seemed like a nice family film. Yeah. And uh, we're going to move on to the GM, Joe Douglas. Yeah, it's good to see Will Sasso doing something. <laughs> oh, that is really good. It's good to see Will Sasso doing something after Vine shut down. Uh, no, Joe Douglas looks like the guy Kevin James played in Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Uh, he looks like Bam Bam Gigolo. <laughs> he looks like he horcruxed his soul to win a JV football game. <laughs> Coaching. Adam Gase. Holy shit. Every picture of Adam Gase looks like he just woke up from a bad dream. This guy is three seasons away from writing a manifesto. <laughs> like, you can always see all of the white in his eyes, which is like a clear sign of mania. Yeah. Like, this dude, he's for real. He's not okay. Like he, He's the only skinny guy I've ever seen who's like, I want to show you my double chin to look larger. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like puffing up like one of those birds. Yeah. Like a, it's the peacocking. Yeah. Cincinnati Zoo expert. Wait, you mixed up a bullfrog and a bird. Or no, you didn't. They're birds that like puff out their red. There I'm, are, I'm the was, idiot here. I thought I would remember the name as I was saying it, and I didn't. Don't call me an ornithologist. Okay. He also still. You're good. He still. He looks like uh, Steve Carell when he was in that movie Fox Catcher, and he played the Dupont guy. Like when they put the weird prosthetics on Steve Carell. What movie? Fox Catcher. When that come out? A few years back. About okay. Wrestling. Huh. All right. Most yeah. people don't watch wrestling movies. That's fine. Quarterback Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold looks like his non-football wardrobe is one hundred percent togas. <laughs> For my joke, I just wrote down Alex Schubert, but one who snitches. 
Like, if you look at him, it's kind of the same facial structure. I, you got I the same that. scrappy beard a little bit. I mean, he's got the ginger thing going on. He does a But if bit. both of you walked into an open mic, it would just look like your like, older, more muscular, like, nicer-looking cousin showed up. Oh, I don't know if I'm going nicer-looking. Oh, he's a handsome. He's a little cutie pie. Look at him. <laughs> okay. Um, Sam Darnold straight up looks like uh, Syndrome from The Incredibles. Like, at the end, he, like... Realizes he's doing wrong, turns his life around, and becomes Ricky's just g- giggling that. He's googling that right now. I'm googling Syndrome from The Incredibles, and yeah, I bought. Well, I, I forgot who said. I'm like, I know The Incredibles. I the saw movie. it. I've seen the movie. I'm sorry, I keep adding commentary to your jokes. No, I feel no. like I'm really like I, I'm like. You said I, I'm not yes trying to the step jokes. on punchlines no, here. I'm okay I what? With that. You're yes ending. I'm well, yes ending. You're usually adding to it. Mine are usually pretty like. If you get the reference here, it. Yeah. I feel like uh, Sam Darnold also looks like he, st- he still throws tantrums if you try to feed him anything other than mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like best case scenario, he's like, I'll take a, I'll take a, take a cheesy Sammy, but no crusts. <laughs> Those are the worst people who like actually, like, like actually though, like picky eater. When someone's like, oh, I don't want to try that because I'm a picky eater. Like I've never, I've never like disliked someone faster than when they say that. Right. I'm usually, someone's usually like, oh, I don't like it because I'm a picky eater. I'm like, oh, you mean we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> You don't like trying new... Oh, you're not open to new experiences and you don't like having fun. Okay. Like, I was in... This is a long time ago. I was in um, I was in uh, Poland when I was a... a they just send all the Jewish teens to, like, Poland to just check out the bad shit to be like, isn't things good now? Uh, but anyway, so I was in yeah, Poland. Cool. That's the... that's the we, we need to jump to me being in Poland, but I feel like I had to address it. There, we, we had a group of... If you were in Poland, what would you want to eat? Pierogies, right? You would, you would want to try that. We're at a thing, and it's also not that like fucking exotic food. Like it's like fried, like fried pork inside of like a uh, flower pocket. This these girls just go. I'm still mad about it. They go, oh, we're gonna go to Subway because we don't want to try this, right? I'm sorry, Sam Darnold. Um, I'm I'm just like I've I've had that on my chest for the past like six years. Get it out! No, I'm I'm so with you. When I was. We were at a, a, a restaurant in Georgia called Crystal River, and they had everything you can imagine. Fried gator tail, frog legs, all kinds of stuff. Oh, and did they get the burger or the pizza? No. Someone was like, oh, can I just get the chicken tenders? Like, the lady sitting behind me, and it was everything in me to not turn around and spit her drink to the rest uh, of the Yeah. Can I just get the chicken tenders? I don't know. I'm not adventurous. And I was like, no, you just suck. And your husband probably cries a lot. <laughs> you told me to stay on topic. I'm you're getting good. back on no, topic. No, no, I'm on topic, good. Schubert. You're good. You're, you're good. You're look good. at me. Look at me. I'm on topic. But, uh, Sam Darnold. Alex Schubert. Sam Darnold. Right uh, there. So this year while playing Monday you. Night Football, Sam Darnold blamed his poor performance against the Colts on seeing ghosts. Yeah, but if you've ever played fantasy football, you know that every single receiver for the Jets is basically a ghost. I thought it was just his family showed up since he's as white as Casper. <laughs> Uh, and his backup with the most perfect name for a Jets quarterback, David Fails. <laughs> oh, that is a very, very apt last name. Is there a more perfect last name for a New York Jets quarterback? Yeah, I've never had jokes handed to me on a silver platter that perfectly before. And the last time I had somebody hand to me that perfectly was at Vernon Golston's last table waiting job. <laughs> Who's last... Vernon Golston? Exactly. David right. Fails actually handed something to me. Oh, he did. Yeah, he said I, I'm contractually obligated to tell you why I'm moving. I'm moving into your neighborhood, oh, and I have to let everybody court. know. Uh, no, David fails. He looks like he failed at being the third character on a shitty sitcom. <laughs> he was. Uh, oh, he doesn't look like Josh Myers, but he looked like a. What, like what Josh Myers was the last season of last of uh, that '70s show? 
He looks like like the loser boy who the like protagonist ends up like like the shitty boyfriend that like the girl protagonist has to like get over to be with the main protagonist. Like his dad was gonna shut down the ski camp. Yeah. Yeah. No more roller disco kids. Yeah, we're gonna close down this roller rink unless you guys get the dancing under control. <laughs> Running back. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is a rapper with the stage name. No, he's not. Let me let me tell the joke. He wants to. Be. Sorry, he wa- I'm sorry. Le'Veon Bell is an aspiring rapper with the le- with the stage name Juice. Yeah, so let's take a gander and see what happened the last time a running there was a running back with the, the nickname Juice. Let's take a look at that. Oh boy. Oh god damn. Oh boy. I'm just a big fan of giving long term oh, contracts to. Uh, oh fuck! I stepped on God. I keep you're stepping fine, on Schubert's joke. I fine. keep stepping on Schubert's oh, joke. No, I keep. Uh, I'm just a big fan of giving long term contracts to aging running backs. That's my. <laughs> I, that's what I love about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I'm gonna get political. I call him Jason Chaffetz because he also sat out in 2018. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say, uh, you know, I mean, he's getting up there, but at least now when he retires, he's uh, he's got a job waiting for him. He's gonna be a Native American uh, studies professor because he is now the form of. of Foremost person in America on Wounded Knee. Oh. I thought you were going Elizabeth Warren for a second. No. And then Wounded Knee. I gotcha. So you know know he is. He's also an activist for PETA. Did you know that? Yeah, the worst organization on the planet. Yeah, so uh, he even posed shirtless for them with his tattoos by saying, I choose ink, not mink. Which makes absolutely no sense. It's like, man, it's about dinner time. Who's in the mood for weasel tonight? <laughs> Does anyone need that? Ma- no one's bought yeah. like a mink coat in, I feel like, the past two decades. Uh, no, you know how many minks it would it. take? Which sounds like a slur, by the way. It does now, you say. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I had a ferret burrito the other night. Really hit the spot. In fur owner's defense, what else are they going to do with all those minks? I don't know. Riddle me that, Schubert. I don't know. I don't uh, really they, care. Much like PETA, he has a 72% fail rate. There you go. <laughs> they kill 72% of the animals that they and, uh Oh, PETA does? Yeah, they're terrible. Terrible oh, human beings. Yeah. yeah. Haha, <laughs> fuck PETA. Fuck PETA. And Le'Veon Bell. And his backup, Bilal Powell, who looks like the love child of Martin Lawrence and a bottle of Prozac. He looks like he actually saw a ghost. <laughs> I was actually going to say he looks like Martin Lawrence and Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. <laughs> Wide receiver. Jamison Crowder. What do you got? I'm gonna say, I actually want to thank Jamison Crowder. He broke down a, a racial barrier in my mind. I didn't know there were black elves. <laughs> <laughs> He's four foot tall, has pointy ears, and his name is Jameson. That's a fucking elf. <laughs> it was tough for me to write a joke about Jameson Crowder because I feel like he gets people as excited as like lukewarm water and Ritz crackers. Like to yeah. me, that's Jameson Crowder's a foot. Like I mean, you said it. It's like, oh, Jameson Crowder's in the starting lineup. Oh man. Okay. Jameson Crowder. Right. Oh boy, he's a slot guy who did okay with the Redskins, and now he's a Jet. It's like whiskey and clam chowder together. Yeah. Sounds awful. Oh, okay. And what kind of whiskey? Jameson. That was the the joke. Right. Ah, goddammit, I keep stepping on the jokes! I'm not gonna step on the jokes anymore, Schubert. I'm not. I'm gonna be a good boy. You're fine. You didn't step on that one. It was just that bad. Like, anything Uh, after that was helpful. Uh... And then, uh, speaking of washed-up guys, Demarius Thomas. Uh, what do you got? So this dude aged like a president. He went from 15 to 57 and 60. He really did. You look at his mugshot. Dude, he... He looked like 
shit in his mugshot. I guess winning a Super Bowl and having a vehicular assault charge will do that to you. Yeah, you don't want him on your fantasy team, on your fantasy football team, and you especially don't want him for your fantasy NASCAR team. (laughs) (laughs) That mustache. That car up. He did. That mustache makes him look like he's like a 1950s porn star. A little bit like like this. Back in my day, we only had black and white pornography, (laughs) and it starred Demarius Thomas. No. Nothing. That's nothing. Fine. Nothing. That was a miss. That's that was my thing. first miss joke of the You're day. God damn it! I keep stepping on punchlines. I'm you gonna be a you good boy, Schubert. You should have stepped on your own joke. Um, and then Braxton Berrios. What do you got? It's tough to make fun of him because he's not a real person. <laughs> no, I, I just I was you know picture a guy named Braxton. Nailed it. That's exactly who that is. Uh, he somehow looks like a frat boy, a nerd, and a soccer player all at the same time. <laughs> Uh, after and I watched an interview that he did, and after hearing him talk, I realized that his entire personality is tucked safely away in his daddy's wallet. <laughs> like uh, the in the last game, he had one catch for sixty nine yards. So if you look at his stats, it was one catch, sixty nine yards, average sixty nine, long sixty nine. I guarantee you, he sent that to everyone he knows. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> He's the Gronk of that football and team. And everyone just texts back, "Okay, nerd." <laughs> So I, I insist on this guy being the caboose of these wide receivers because he's, shit, he's a shit show of a person, and I've waited 13 weeks to talk about this guy and his arrest, Mr. Robbie Anderson. Old Bob. Is that Robbie Anderson, or did someone piss off a puffer fish? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean old Robbie Anderson, a.k.a. Waka Flocka Sparkler? <laughs> a.k.a. Not Coolio. A.K.A. Young Dirty Bastard. I thought Bastard. of that earlier because I thought of Uncoolio. I thought of that pun, too. So, yeah, and then A.K.A. Young Dirty Bastard because he looks sticky. He does. So, I, uh, like I said, I posted this on my Instagram story today, and I wanted to talk about this for 13 weeks. He had my favorite arrest of <laughs> all fucking time. Did you see that on TMZ? Uh, yes. It's, uh, because he, it was like almost two years ago, he uh, was arrested by a cop. And he allegedly told the cop he was going to fuck his wife wow. and nut in her eye. Holy shit, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, his neck tattoo does say no pain, no gain. It does. So I think that does, at least he takes that to the police at least. He oh, does. I thought he was actually like wrapping up for going to prison. So he, like uh, I said, I'm worth four packs of cigarettes now. <laughs> so he allegedly told uh, the cop he was going to fuck his wife and nut her in the eye. No, no, no. I honestly have never wanted a police report to be nominated for a Grammy, but that just changed. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. You know, because he was charged with one count of impersonating a teenager on Xbox Live. <laughs> I was really happy with Walk and Flock a Sparkler. I like that one. There's so much more with this guy. Like, you just. He's a shit show. Because two years ago, he was, like, super talented. He was, like, a fantasy darling for me. And then that story came out, and he's just been a shell of himself. Stop calling guys darling. Oh, fuck you. I love the, fro- oh, I love the frosted tips. I want, darling. I love the frosted oh, tips, too. <laughs> That's under the radar. The frosted, the frosted tips. tips. Yeah, because they went away recently, but it was, like, basically, I want to be, like, Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka Sparkler, but also a little Guy Fieri. Right. Just bring that up. If he was wearing a backward visor with it, yeah, like I, my brain would melt. Like I would just, I would, yeah. I'd have to stop talking for a day. It's like I want a nut in your eye, but so I can take you to Flavor Town. <laughs> I want a nut in your eye. Incidentally, the magic ingredient today: nut and eyeballs. Tight Ryan Griffin, 
You know, uh, on his honeymoon, Ryan Griffin and his wife hiked up a volcano, which is a great activity for a guy who looks like he was conceived inside one. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Ryan Griffin looks like a Simpsons character when they put him widescreen. <laughs> That's right. I said Ryan Griffin still waiting for his facial features to grow into the rest of his face. He looks like they had to teach him not to stab the ball after catching it. <laughs> he looks like somebody who usually, after he chases something down, he stabs it. Uh, he got arrested the week of the draft. Oh, he if did? you look at his mugshot, it is the most accurate depiction of stalker face I've ever seen in my life. Thanks. Please look that up, Ricky. Let's look it up. I'm just glad his nose took a detour. <laughs> Alright, so I gotta I gotta get to step in here. So let's get to the, the backup. Where tight. do you have to go? I have to host trivia. Oh. Uh, backup tight end, Daniel Brown. Do you like to host trivia? I do like to host trivia. Is it fun? It is fun. Oh. Uh, it's nice to see Zach Taylor's <laughs> white supremacist nephew get a shot in the league. Oh, jeez. This is another one of David DeCastro's illegitimate children. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. I'm looking at that Ryan Griffin mugshot. Oh, he And just, you're right. He looks like he's trying to seduce the camera. It's sort of like the Mona Lisa where no matter what angle you look at the picture, it's, it's always just kind of following you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Mark Wahlberg in that one movie where he's like the shitty boyfriend. What's mm. it? Oh. I, I just looked at Mark Wahlberg, shitty boyfriend. It's not Crush. Crush is the Alicia Silverstone one, but the same thing. Like He was like... She was so hot until she was... Um, an activist for PETA. Her and Stacey Dash were the most disappointing duo ever since. Oh, I man, it's weird to say that about a girl that's eighteen, but oh boy. <laughs> oh, Joe not then Harrison. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Joe not then is correct. Okay. <laughs> In fact, his favorite food is Coolio Ranch Doritos. Ooh. <laughs> he looks like fat Coolio. He does. Two Coolio references in one podcast. Coolio How many did you get to? Uh, a lot. Two. Probably two. Uh, start and then uh, Tom Compton, who looks like someone put an extra chromosome on top of Ryan Griffin's extra chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> He's twenty six and looks like the top half of his head has melted. I know what. Uh, I know what. I, I have a Coolio three three Coolio jokes. For Coolio, it's Gangster's Paradise, but for him, it's just Golden Corral. That's his. <laughs> he calls it Tom Schub Paradise. Schubert didn't like that one. God, all I want is to make you laugh, Schubert. <laughs> that's all I'm here Schubert for. Schubert used to be a fat kid. You gotta. Oh, that's I, right. I, I, I did used to be a fat kid. And then he got, and then he got to be handsome, Sam Darnold. Right. There you go. Now I'm the fat kid. Uh, and uh, the caboose of this line is Chuma Idoga. Ah, oh, this dude. I said, also known by his alter ego, Neil DeGrosse Tyson. <laughs> when he shaves his neck beard and tilts his head down, you can't see it, or you, you can't tell. All he has is the weird mustache and his belly hanging out of his jersey. And it's physically jarring to look at. Like, it's, it, it doesn't, none of it matches. I'm just glad they gave him a spliff edible and a joint before picture day. <laughs> Defense. Quentin Williams. Uh, high uh, high pick this year is apparently being handicapped in the Greg Williams defense. <laughs> so finally, someone being handicapped by a Greg Williams defense that isn't a quarterback with a bounty on his head. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's got the giant braces, the the chronic dumb face. Oh, he looks so stupid. And the, apparently, someone on the team made a comment about watching him shower and said he had a tiny. Dick. Oh boy! I want to be at the conversation where someone said, I, "I think you should get these braces while you're playing professional football." 
Uh, there, are, there are a few players with braces. No, that's how you know he has no good friends. Yeah, that's like true. If he had a good friend in his life, they'd be like, dude, don't. Not now. Just wait. <laughs> Just there are players we've seen that should have braces, and he's not one of them. Uh, and uh, Steve McClendon, who looks like if Richard Sherman overflated his face instead of his <laughs> ego. He looks like Millie Vanilli now. <laughs> well, one of them's dead. Well, I don't know which one, so that's why I just went with that. Who cares? They suck. Right. They just um, He's fat. Yeah. And has that hair. Yeah, he's, he's that like, oh boy, that makes so and much sense. And he looks bored. Real bored. And uh, now, Jordan Jenkins, who looks like Big Sean if last night he took an L and never bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And uh, next up is safety Jamal Adams. Do you guys have him? Of course. I. The thing I want to talk about with him is he got in a Twitter feud with Darren Carr. Not You thought I said Derek Carr. Darren Carr. He got in a Twitter feud with Derek Carr's high school football coaching brother, Darren Carr, because he posted a photo of him tackling Derek Carr. And he's like, I'm going to... And then Darren Carr said, I'm going to save that for later. Jamal Adams is like, bro, I'm sorry that you're mad that you didn't make it to the NFL. And then Darren Carr said, I have a heart condition. Please stop <laughs> making fun of me. And then he goes, I'll see you then. Jamal Adams says, don't you mean then, not van? <laughs> this man is a worse, bigger, a bigger grammar Nazi than Joseph Goebbels. Um, he, I told oh, you. We went to Poland twice he's today. The, uh, he's the Cooper Manning of that family. So, unlike his barber, he didn't aim high. He went for the lowest ranking car. Yeah. Tanner, can you cut out all my World War II references, That's please? Okay. okay, thank you. Uh, oh, we skipped CJ Mosley, didn't we? Uh, I think we... Uh, we'll get to him. I think he's hurt right now, so I don't know if we can. Uh, so can you not make fun of someone if they're injured? I can. I feel like it's easier to pick on someone who's injured. Yeah, yeah they can't catch you. There you so uh, at the Pro Bowl, Jamal Adams apparently tackled uh, and injured the Patriots mascot. Uh, he injured his jaw and neck and was even checked for a concussion. Man, how far is this Greg Williams bounty program going? We're injuring <laughs> mascots now. Uh, just to say, just for reference, Greg Williams is the defensive coordinator for the Jets. Who's known to ask for bounties in the yep. past with what the. Yep. With the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Uh, I was going to say, Jamal Adam, he looks like a happy pineapple. <laughs> like I, was, I, I was reading stuff on him trying to find stuff to make fun of, and it seems like he just does like a bunch of really nice shit and has since like his college days. So I was yeah. like, I don't really want to pick on this guy. And then every picture I look at him, I, I just picture a pineapple with like googly eyes and a smiley face. Yeah. All right. So I got to get to step. So we're going to get uh, hustle through the kicker and punter, starting with Sam Ficken. Sam Fickin looks like Sean Penn is brushing up to play Boomhauer in a TV football movie. <laughs> he looks like a slower version of Beavis. <laughs> that hair is perfect for that, yes. It is. I'm trying to think of a Ryan Reynolds joke, but that's fine. Uh, and then the punter, Lachlan Edwards. He looks like a slower version of Sam Ficken. <laughs> <laughs> so Lachlan Edwards, a.k.a. Lyle Lovett McConaughey. Yeah. That's all I have for that. That's all good. So you guys, I think, I think we got him pretty good. Really Fuck burned us. Predictions and bullshit. This game is going to feature the last two Raiders opponents. Uh, the Raiders beat the Bengals by a touchdown. Then the Jets played them and demolished them. So I think this is going to be, I got to say, another Bengals loss. So I got to say Jets 416, Bengals 414. Damn. My my player of the game coming back, Andy Dalton, with a vengeance. I say uh, 26 of 27 passing 
for 500 yards and uh, 23 touchdowns. Oh, is that math adds up? Uh, he's, he's been having a lot of trouble with math today. He's at 400 something points. 400, yeah. Tough in an hour. Yeah, that's fine. Joe Mixon's going to make up for it with his rushing yards. Right. I, I think I think the Bengals lose. I think the Bengals beat the spread. So right now, is like earlier today, it was a, like a four and a half point spread that the Bengals were supposed to lose by. Then it went to, I think, three when um, uh, I almost said. Palmer, Andy Dalton comes back in. That shows you where my brain is right now. But I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a heartbreaker. Me too. Yeah, I think at this point you actually have to bet your left testicle in order to make money. Yeah. You know what's weird? Uh, Bengals for as bad as they are, four and six against the spread this season. Yeah, that's actually really. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Most games have been score wise. Vegas knows how to like price it. Yeah, because they they never just like they never get blown out. It seems like no, they it's just, just do enough like, to like give you a little bit of hope and dash. They peter out. Yeah, they, they they have gotten blown out on occasion, but that happens in an 0-11 season. Uh, and finally, uh, plugs. Ricky Mulvey, what are your some of your plugs? You plugged one earlier. Oh, I have my own podcast. It's called Full of Sense. Go for it. It's um so basically uh, basically all day I have to look at like business news headlines, which I think can be very boring and very um like just uninteresting so once a week i get to gather with a buddy of mine named david english and try to present them in an entertaining way try to break down how the news uh, affects you nice. is david english yeah. a villain that sounds like a like a villain in like an action movie. he can be well, I don't know what it is, but i'm just real jerk. that's what it sounds like david english i yeah he could be a villain in an action movie it doesn't have it doesn't have the uh i think he might i think he might have lost a step of quickness to be a, a villain in an well, action well i was movie. like in like a steven seagal action movie uh, okay, where it's like Steven Seagal versus like all of the rush. Did you ever see that like the Russian like martial arts class where he just like he just like turns and then they like fly back twenty feet? I, I like the transition when Steven Seagal went to only filming from like chest up. Uh. <laughs> like at one point, he just got a gut. All like, his new movies, Steven Seagal got a gut. New movies are just yellow sunglasses and super tight shirt at mid chest. Uh. Uh, did we stand up plugs, Ricky? Um. Besides no, gravity? wait. I want to. The only time the Bengals really got blown out: 49ers and Ravens. Okay, that's two. I'll I was wrong. That. For zero and eleven to like only get blown out twice is kind of remarkable. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm I, I don't have stand up. Check, so Check out higher gravity. Check out higher gravity. Come do stand up. Good place. Rumble ups, puzzle buddies, new nasty boys. Fuck you, like the Bengals. Yeah, check that one out there if you go. haven't. Um, I got some stand up plugs. Um, this weekend I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. Next week I'm going to be doing some shows. I have my schedule fully out. Uh, December 1st, I'll be at Highland Inn and the Atlanta Punchline on December 1st, which is my dad's birthday, so I'll be wishing him a happy birthday. Um, December 2nd, I'll be at Star Bar. It's, I've heard it's a great show. have tons of people. Uh, a friend of mine will be bringing some friends. Uh, December 3rd, I'll be at Laughing Skull Lounge in Atlanta. I've heard I've heard nothing. But Have you been or just yeah. heard? You've been? <clears throat> yeah. When I was, I was driving to my... Uh was putting no cell phone towers as a job. We stopped um, two days in a row, laughing skull. It was um, fantastic. December 12th, we'll be live at Three Points Brewery roasting the New England Patriots. Patriots. Immediately after that, I'll be hosting for John Reap at the Liberty Funny Bone. And we alluded to this earlier. If the Bengals go 0-16, oh, uh, Lloyd and I will be finding a venue. We will be roasting who? The Cincinnati Bengals. We'll be roasting the Cincinnati Bengals if the Bengals go 0-16. We will find a venue. We will make it a live episode. It'll be a special... Would you be opposed to Go Bananas? Of course not. Oh, let's make Love it... Love that place. Let's make it Go Bananas. Uh, so let's do that. Um, <sighs> we'll, tr- we'll talk to Mikey. We'll talk to Lee. We'll see if we can make it happen. I like it. 
All right, so I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, you New York, York Jets. Jets. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.